I'm Dennis Silvers. Welcome in, everybody. I'm uh, with my co-host, Amanda Robertson, from the Las Vegas Sand Trap, and this is part one of our great interview with golf course designer Jan Bill Jan. We are kicking this thing off with a wonderful woman who was uh, named by Sports Illustrated uh, Plus as one of the ten most influential women in golf, and, of course, we are talking about one of the few women found in golf course design, Jan Bell Jan. Uh, Jan, we welcome you uh, onto the Vegas Sand Trap. And I want to start off by uh, asking you what, in your opinion, is the most important thing a golfer should take away from his or her experience playing a golf course? Well, that's a gigantic question with a gigantic answer, and it's called fun. Take away fun. <laughs> fun is the most important thing, you know, how, and we all, we all define that differently. For some of us, fun is uh, competition. For some of us, it's social. For some of it is health and fresh air, and some of it is just the absolute scenery. Some of it is just the quiet time that we can have on a golf course that we can't experience somewhere else. Well, I, you know, Jan, I, I agree with you, but what happens, and I know uh, it happens to me sometimes, it happens to some of the guys that I play golf with, you get kind of off to a poor start, and all of a sudden the fun factor seems to be dwindling. Uh, but what do you suggest we do to keep that, uh, that fun uh, vibe going throughout the round? Well, I think uh, probably one of the most important things that uh, we can take uh, responsibility for playing from the right set of markers. That usually Amen. helps. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and, and 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 sometimes it's, uh, that's difficult because it's easy to be coerced by uh, by uh, friends such as they are to play to, to to playing from a set of markers that that are inappropriate for 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 length, not necessarily skill, but for length, right. and. Um, um, so uh, I, I think Amanda could probably testify, and, and, and you too, Dennis, to the fact that the, the people who are the long hitters want to play from the long tees. Mm-hmm. That's their advantage. Who wants to be denied at their own advantage, right? That's true. That's true. And, and, and I think that probably that, that, that has as much impact on any of our games as anything, because when we try to hit the ball you know, out of our shoes then we know how the ball is going to go. We know we should swing smoothly. We know we should have tempo. But by golly, maybe we can get an extra four yards. So let's leap at it. Don't you, well, don't you think, and I agree with everything uh, you said, and I agree with uh, Amanda, uh, Amanda's uh, confirmation on that, but don't you think in today's game, especially for the men, uh, Jan, that ego comes into play, and uh, that's what usually makes them play the wrong set of tees or try things that they're really not capable of doing. Um, well, I think that's true. I think it's ego, and, and part of ego is wrapped up in, in what our friends think of us. And and so uh, and it's also part part of this competition. Yes, well, I know I hit it 225 yards last, you know, every time off the tee last last round and so i know i'm going to do that again today it doesn't matter that it's 20 degrees cooler and it doesn't matter that uh <laughs> that i've been sitting in the office all day and i'm not stretched out and and so um but but i might get lucky and i might actually hit a 250 yeah. so here so, so let me play that back set of tees you know and and you know the good, the good part is golfers are so hopeful <laughs> they <We're> are all- <laughs> we all are we hit one good shot, and that means we're we're going on the tour. Yeah, 
<laughs> yes, if only it were that easy, right, Amanda? Amen. Well, Jan, I wanted to dive a little bit into uh, talking about your career. It's it's definitely nothing to, oh, man, joke about. Your career has been awesome. And, you know, course design um, and you being a woman and, and when you kind of dove in and, and worked with Tom Fazio and all of these greats, how do you see being a woman in course design and architecture an advantage or a disadvantage or both? What were some of the things that you pulled from your career in that in that forum? Oh, well, as an advantage, I, I don't know. I think uh, more than anything, uh, what I what I strove to be and what and how I think I'm considered as a professional, and uh, gender isn't isn't in the equation. Okay. It may have been in the equation. Um, and still may be early in conversations with clients or prospective clients. But I think that the fact that I'm a professional, that I'm competent, I have knowledge, I understand strategy, I understand um, the, the, the sensibilities of golf, the, the, the business behind playing golf, right. that makes all the difference. And once there's a conversation about that, then, then gender is not, not even part of the equation. So. Um, as, as an advantage or disadvantage, I don't know that I could, I can, I don't know that I have one or don't have one. I like it. That's a rock uh, solid answer. Yeah, that's a that's a very good answer. <laughs> Let me follow up on that, Jen, with uh, what Amanda just asked you. You're one of the very few women golf course designers, and and a very successful one uh, at that. Why do you think then, Jan, that there are not more women? Uh, in your profession, and and do you think a woman brings something to the table, perhaps that, you know, that men don't necessarily bring? Um, yes, I, I think that maybe um, as a whole. Now, this isn't true of everyone. You know, generalities are exactly that. Generalities and specifics are that too. So, um, in in general, I would say women pay attention to detail, perhaps a little bit more than men do. And um, not all, because, of course, if you wouldn't have rocket scientists, if you didn't have men who are focused on details, right? Right, right. right. So, so uh, again, generalities. But I think when it comes to things like that, it's, it's some of the details. And maybe the details that are important to me, um, they're, they're, they're much, to me personally, they're much bigger picture than just... Um, Oh, it's having making sure that the grades tie in around greens. It's making sure there aren't any hinges. There are smooth slopes. I want to have slopes that are that are mobile by, by um, whatever kind of piece of equipment is supposed to be in that area where it's on a putting green or around the putting green or uh, off the tee. I, w- I want to have it in, a, in smooth enough so that we don't have a little bit longer grass here because it's a little bit deeper there. And the grass has to be longer because that does have an impact on on how you play. It also has a look on appearance. You know, has has an impact on appearance. Sure. So, so I would I would say detail is probably one thing, and it's not all details. It's, it's some details, and I think it's probably more thinking about the broader range of people where um, men perhaps because they generally hit the ball further. They're thinking about the, the longest and strongest hitters and really can't identify with some of the lower club head speed players. Mm-hmm. So it's not, not easy to think about the, the um, juniors or the senior men or women or women in general who maybe are pursuing golf as their first athletic uh, interest ever. Right. And and they pers- they pursue this athletic interest because it's social as much as it is athletic. Right. That's so a very I good think, point. 
so I think that the the ability it, it, it's difficult to comprehend that somebody can hit a drive only 110 or 120 right. yards. Uh, it can't be. It, it, that just can't be. Right. Says, says he. Exactly. <laughs> and 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 he is would not um, perhaps deign to play with any women uh, at, who are at that level of 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 distance. Yeah. These very same women may be very highly skilled in a short game, and there there's a reason that Dave Pels has been so successful in his career in golf because what's he teaching? The short game, right. putting. And everything from 100 yards in. So from 100 yards in, you can have um, a four foot eight boy, girl, senior, and they could be deadly. Right. right. Exactly. For Amanda, ask you uh, her question. I just wanted to uh, ask you this. And by the way, we're uh, speaking with uh, golf course designer Jan Bell Jan here on the uh, Vegas Sand Trap. Jan, when you design a hole, you have a hole, say, that's 450 yards, okay? And say you have three sets of tees for the guys and you have your stereotyped red tees for the women. How in the hell do you figure out where to put that set of red tees to make that hole? fair for women players? Uh, well, of course, we know that there are a variety of skill levels in women as there are in men. They're not quite as many because there aren't as many women playing, and the chances are that the, the, there's a very a greater gap between the few single-digit women players and the many 25 to 40 handicapped players. So in, in thinking about them, it's, it's really thinking about the, the slowest club head speed player um, mm-hmm. at, at, at the most forward. And we can generally anticipate that if you're thinking about who, who is the average male player, you know, there's no such thing as average, but when you, if you need to use a word, then we say average. And let's say that most of the guys you play with, maybe you, you Dennis, play from about 6,200, 6,300 yards on a course that may stretch to 7,000 or 7,200. 6,300 yards might be a comfortable number for you. Would that be a good guess? Oh, yeah, very comfortable. So, so but that, that same comfort level, you can imagine it doesn't exist for women at that yardage or even somewhat reduced. In the 1980s, it was generally thought that the the forward, that the women might hit the ball, the average woman might hit the ball about 75% that of what a man would, mm-hmm. the average man. But it's really come to pass that the, and again, this is more about club head speed than it is about right. gender or age, it's, it's probably closer to 60%. So um, if you just start doing a little bit of math, and then, you know, I, I look at things in terms of how the USGA has set up their course ratings and the handicaps. And what I've learned is that the, they consider the, the uh, bogey woman golfer, because, you know, you have your scratch player and your bogey player, right? right. And the, they do the course ratings. So when you look at a scorecard and you see um, course rating and slope rating, the course rating tells you what the scratch player, and that's somebody who might play in the U.S. amateur, right? what they, what they might shoot over the course of, say, 10 rounds. So if it's 71.1 over 
10 rounds on a par 72, that might they might score a little bit better than that, than than par. Whereas the slope rating tells you what the difficulty of that course is, of that yardage is for the bogey player, mm-hmm. whether it's male or female. All right. So when I start looking at those things, and oh my gosh, this is very difficult. You know, there's there's course of standard difficulty is 113. So if you're playing a course that has a difficulty ranking of 125, 130, 137, I think the most difficult is 149. Right. Correct. Correct. So. So when I look at that and I say, okay, what's, what is the challenge here? And the common challenge is distance. Right. So if we can work on the distance factor here. So what I like to do for the most forward set would be to consider the female bogey golfer who might hit her best tee shot 130 yards. Mm-hmm. So she might hit it 110 in the air and have 20 yards of roll. And then... Her second shot on a par four, she might hit only 110 yards entirely. So her longest par four should be 240 yards. Imagine that. And it's not going well. We're in need of something to break this spell. Some aiming oil could do the trick. But no one's in sight and we need some. Having a corporate or charity golf event? Backswing Golf Events can supply your tournament with personable, professional golfers to entertain and fundraise on the golf course. They can accommodate any size group, whether it be three players to 500. They are your team. From range lessons, beat the pro, and pro-am style roaming, they're making lasting memories one swing at a time. So make sure to check out BackswingGolfEvents.com or call us direct at 661-316-3093 and book your pros now. 